Hello everybody, welcome to another episode of That's So Neat. I'm your host Neetu and today our neat topic of discussion is men's mental health. So we're going to be talking about what it is, how South Asian men deal with it, and what we can do to help support uh, men's mental health. Uh, Before we get started, I do want to say that this is an opinion-based podcast, all opinions, thoughts, or expressed of mine and mine only and do not reflect any entity that I am affiliated with now, in the past, or in the present. Um, I also want to give a trigger warning of we will be talking about serious topics such as suicide, um, depression, uh, alcoholism, and other addictions. So if this is triggering for you, I recommend that you do not listen to this. And if you are seeking help, we do have links for you in the description below. But without further ado, let's jump into it. Before jumping into it, I do want to share some stats that I found online regarding men's mental health. Um, So some of the Canadian statistics that we have is around 10% of Canadian men experience significant mental health challenges in their life. Approximately 1 million Canadian men suffer from major depression each year. And on average, approximately 4,000 Canadians take their own life each year of those suicides. 75% are men. That in itself should speak volumes into how much stigma, how much misinformation there is for men to seek and access help. Um, It's one of those things of like growing up, I know personally I've seen it in a lot of South Asian men um, and a lot of my own family members that probably are going through depression or are going through some really serious challenges, but they're not seeking help because they're scared of um, what other people will say or they are scared of um, what their family might say. Um, And it's just one of those things I feel like we do not talk about enough in our society. And there needs to be a lot of, a lot more education about what mental health is and how it does impact people. I think one of the biggest things that we saw earlier last year, the year before, there was a Bollywood actor who actually took his own life. Um, and very good looking man, um, such a brilliant career, but he was just severely depressed and he actually died of suicide. Um, it's just one of those things of like, even that, it was like they tried to divert it and make it into some sort of big crime thing or drug thing. And they were taking away the fact that this man apparently died of suicide. And that's a big thing that we need to talk about. But instead of talking about it, what did we do? We do what we always do and we hide or do not talk about something that's significantly important. Um, it was just one of those things of he's like, in the weeks before his death, um, I think I was reading somewhere that it was mentioned that he was diagnosed with depression. Um, and it was like through tabloids that this came up and he was living with depressions. And um, a lot of other um, stars have come to the forefront and talked about their depression. Um, it's just one of those things of like, we we interrogate we don't hold space for people as a community and especially the south asian community rather than listening to somebody when they come say like you know i've been feeling really depressed or i'm really sad or i'm really grief stricken what do we do we try we start interrogating them well why do you feel that way how can we change it well you're just being lazy maybe you should go do something and that has huge repercussions because that makes us not want to talk about these things, especially 
from men. The the lack of openness regarding mental health in the South Asian home is it, it creates more stigma surrounding this topic for men. South Asian men particularly are always seen to be hyper-masculine, a strong male figure in physical stature and mental stature. Um, they hold all their burdens on their shoulder and fight with the world, and that's what we think that men should be doing. It's... And it's not supposed to be that way. I like I don't even have words to say. I'm like everybody should have the same feelings, regardless of if you're a male or you're a female. Everybody should have feelings, and everybody goes through these struggles. Mental health is something that needs to be talked about in all communities, but I think in particular when it comes to South Asian communities, because we think our men should be strong. Um, I remember hearing. Um, people talk about someone, we went to a funeral one time and someone had lost a family member and they were crying. The man was crying. And I remember coming home and a lot of the men were just having the conversation of like, oh, men shouldn't cry. Meh, he should have been stronger than that. What? That person is going through grief. They just lost someone that was very important to their life, apparently. So why are we sitting here and judging them for it? It's just, it, it's almost like our community wants men to have the silent pain, right? They shouldn't be talking about it. Think about the immigrant stories of South Asian men, right? It's all around their sacrifice, hard work, um, being very strong, that doesn't show emotion, um, but has gone through a lot and has always been strong and doesn't talk about it. But then you look closer and how many of our South Asian men struggle with addictions how many of them struggle with alcoholism how many of them struggle with other addictions or in worst cases it always comes out as anger they are always angry they don't have any other emotion that goes from happiness to anger there's never sadness there's never that you know today i felt sad no because men in the South Asian community, can have two emotions, happiness and anger. And that is not okay. I think one of the biggest things is that as a community, we really need to start holding space for these conversations. If someone comes to us and says that they're feeling depressed or if they're feeling down or if they're going through something, rather than jumping the gun and telling and questioning their feelings, we need to have an open space to be there to listen and to understand about how that person may be feeling, whether it's a male or a female. That goes for everybody. And I hate to say it, there have been opportunities in my life where I've been trying to help family members and unfortunately lost some very close people to me because they were just very sad, very, very sad. And they leaned on alcohol. They leaned on addictions. They leaned on other drugs. They leaned on bad behavior um, that took them the wrong way. And I think it was just when I look at those incidents and I reflect after a few years um, from that is that there was a lack of space there is a lack of empathy. There is a lack of understanding of what that person may be going through. Um, there is a lot of judgment. There is a lot of, well, they should just stop drinking. They're not sad. They're just making excuses. They don't want to work. They're just lazy. And it's like, no, we need to take a step back and we really need to see 
Maybe that person's just going through a lot. Maybe they need some help. Maybe they need some support. And with that, today I just want to share some things that I think we can do as this first generation or second generation um, of South Asians who's living in this country of how we can kind of help not only men's mental health, but everybody's mental health and have more of a supportive environment for people to get therapy, for people to go and explore different options to help get support. Um, one of the biggest thing is becoming better informed. So understanding that m- men also may be dealing with a lot of mental health and supporting them and reaching out to local me- mental health organizations to understand about how it may be different for men and women when we're dealing with mental health. Another thing is if you see a family member or somebody that you know that may be a male, maybe a female, ask them what you can do for them. Mental health related challenges can be difficult difficult for anyone to talk about. So simply asking the question of like, how can I help you? What is there that I can do to help support you? That in anything can lift a burden off of someone's chest and really help them. And again, another thing that we can do is having that openness to give room to listen. It takes a lot of courage for someone to open up about mental health. The worst thing that anybody can do is judge them for it, to jump to a conclusion or try to offer suggestions of how they can get quote unquote better. That's the worst thing we can do. We really need to listen. We need to shut our mouths, basically. <laughs> the biggest thing is just shut the hell up and let this person talk how they about how they want your support. Because support looks different for everybody, right? Some people like to deal with it on their own. Some people like to talk about it. Some people may ask you for help to getting connected to resources, whatever that may be. Um, and don't blame and judge them. I think the biggest thing, especially in the South Asian community, is we judge, we blame, we label. Um, so it, it becomes even, it's already a hard thing to deal with and a hard topic to talk about. But when we start judging and labeling and um, making that person feel less, it's worse. You're adding fuel to the fire at that point. It's about stepping back and not judging them, but listening to them and to what they have to say. Support is that. Here's the thing. If someone comes to you for support, the worst thing you can do is make them feel bad about their decision, right? Because when you are making them feel bad about their decision, you indirectly are telling them that you don't think they're capable of making decisions for themselves. And that's just going to add fuel to the fire. That's just going to make that person close out more that person's going to shut you out more they're not going to want to include you um again guiding them to supports being optimistic and caring and then again making sure you're also taking care of yourself when we're dealing with a lot of this it can be really um hard to digest it can be really heavy so making sure that you are also taking care of yourself while you're also supporting them so if there's sometimes that you are emotionally drained you need to protect your energy as well um mental health is just one of those things especially men's mental health november is actually men's mental health awareness um and i just wanted to do this podcast to really highlight that men do go through a lot of challenges especially south asian men um i'm actually going to share a story that one of our listeners has submitted he starts off by saying hi Nita, thank you for sharing this topic and talking and shedding light into it i am a south asian man who has dealt with depression for most of my life 
I often find myself in states of not fitting in, not feeling quite enough, and often suffer from panic attacks because I don't do well in school. My parents have always placed a high emphasis on school, as most South Asian parents do, and I have always been asked to be a doctor or something like of that sort. I, as I was do- navigating my undergrad career, I started taking recreational drugs and alcohol to help aid in feeling better with my with my mental health. I didn't think it was anything. I mean, sometimes I would sit at home and I would not want to get out of bed. I would just sleep. My parents would come to me and call me lazy, call me undriven and say that I was going to be a failure in life. This just reinforced the idea that I wasn't good enough. And that if, if anything, this didn't help my depression. This made it worse. As, as things started getting uh, worse and worse, one of my friends actually asked me how I was doing. Her support and words, I broke down. I was able to share it with her confidently about my depression and how I was feeling. She actually helped me go to therapy, which was the best thing that happened to me. I was able to get diagnosed with clinical depression, have medication that helped me with my depression, and was able to get back my life. I also went through a recovery program to help me deal with my alcoholism and addiction. One of the biggest things that I wish I had I had in this recovery process was the support of my parents and family members. That was the biggest thing that always prevented me from going and getting support because I was always told that the, the I feel the way I do because of my own doing. It wasn't because it was something that was challenging my mental health. It was a reflection of my effort and um, zest for life. This is one of the biggest things that I hope that we can change in our community is being open and not blaming the person with depression for their problems, but rather having an openness and understanding so that we can talk about these topics more freely. I hope that you do get a lot of engagement for this episode, and I hope that our message is heard loudly and clearly. The more we have conversations around these hard topics, the more likely it is that we can change this issue and help address some of the gaps that occur in our community. I think one of the biggest things is alcoholism is prevalent in our male population because half of these men are actually severely depressed or have some sort of mental health going mental health issues going on and they are not seeking help. Thanks again Nitu for this topic. Thank you so much for being vulnerable and sharing that. Um, but I think you make a great point. I think um, one of the biggest things is that we really need to stop um, having this culture of like alcoholism is so widely accepted in our community. Um, if men drink and they have like one or two bags every night, we're OK with that. We don't even bat an eye. But if you look deeper, that's not okay. And I do want to do a topic about this, um, just about alcoholism in general. But it is true that most of these men are suppressing their emotions or suppressing their feelings because it's taboo to talk about it, right? So what do they do? They use substance abuse. Um, but thank you so much for sharing that. Um, and I hope this podcast, everybody, just helps us start this conversation, this really hard conversation about mental health. Um, I'm going to leave it here for today's episode. However, we will be continuing this conversation for the remainder of the month on my Instagram page. Um, you can follow that at That's So Neat. Um, I will also link it in the description.
Um, but yeah, please join us for that conversation. We really need to start talking about these things. I do also want to apologize for keeping this a little bit shorter. I am actually under the weather. So if you could tell my voice was a little nasally this week, that's why. Um, but we will be back next week with another episode and another guest uh, parent. So please, please follow all of the links, like, comment, share, subscribe, Share this with people that you care about, your networks, anybody you think that would um, kind of benefit from this information. Uh, I would greatly appreciate it. But we'll see you guys next week. I hope you guys all stay safe and healthy. Bye.